I practiced Reiki, became a shaman, became a teacher of kundalini yoga, but then I found out the demonic truth of all these things. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to be talking about New Age, shamanism, and kundalini yoga, and how these practices are weaving themselves through American culture. It is known that movies such as Avatar are promoting ideas and beliefs such as these on a wide scale. Now, what are those things? Animism is attributing a soul to inanimate objects, plants, or other things in nature. And then shamans are believed to have healing powers through the summoning of spirits of ancestors. Kundalini yoga is believed to have powers to heal oneself through releasing power from the spine within. But is there truth in all these beliefs? Well, today we'll have Joseph Peter, who was a teacher of kundalini yoga, and a shaman who summoned spirits through the use of crystals, share with us how he got there and how today he is a fully fledged Christian that has found out the truth. Joseph, welcome to the show. Thanks, Aaron. Joseph, it's an honor to have you with us today. Now, you truly are a humble person, man. It's been good getting to know you and I'm so excited to learn more about all of this here. So, I understand that you got into shamanism at the age of 25. Tell me about some of your experiences as a former shaman. Like, why would people come to you? Yeah, they would come to me if they had mostly physical pain or Mm. past traumas that they were trying to work through or mysterious thought patterns, stuff like that, that they would need some spiritual counsel for insight, kind of like a psychic medium kind of thing. Interesting. So people would just like come to you and what were you using? You know, were you summoning spirits or what were you doing in order to help them? Well, yeah, summoning spirits was part of it. I would try to get in touch with our spirit guides first, my spirit guides, their spirit guides, and ask for guidance in the spirit realm and set up crystal grids, you know, using crystals or stones, different kinds of stones. Really? Yeah. I used to make wands out of sticks and bones and stuff. I used to cast bones like divination, you know, to kind of see images in the bones. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is all new to me. That's crazy. So, tell me a little bit about what your belief was at this time as a shaman. Like, what is a spirit guide? Yeah, what a spirit guide is, I'm just going to give you an example. I used to follow the wolf spirit. So, it's basically like there's, Mm. I don't know how many wolves there are, but there are a lot of wolves in the world, but there's one overlord wolf spirit, basically, that embodies all of them. And they all have different characteristics. And according to what you're drawn to in life, like courage or leadership Mm. would be like a wolf spirit kind of thing. You would summon these different spirits and basically either give them things in order for them to give you powers, or you would put on their skin in order to walk around like them, basically taking on the character of these spirits. Interesting. Now, I understand before you got into shamanism, you first were into New Age and Reiki. Is that correct? Yes, Reiki correct. I didn't realize that I was in the New Age until very recently.
recently. I didn't realize that it was called the New Age, actually. Mm. I didn't call it New Age. Right. Okay. But you're into Reiki and stuff. And Reiki is like energy healing and things like that. Is that correct? Yeah. It started in Japan. So it's kind of like an Eastern practice. Interesting. And it's called Reiki, meaning the universal life force energy that flows through you. So you're basically a conduit, like a hose, and it goes through the Reiki practitioner into the person who needs healing. Interesting. Now, why did you have this huge deal at the time with healing? Like, did something happen in your childhood that made you more desirous of finding healing powers? I would say that it started with my brother when I was 11. My oldest brother died of an aneurysm. Oh, man. And my mom and I were the only ones who were present at the time. And when the ambulance got there, she was getting hysterical and they pulled her away and as they were pulling her away she told me to keep him awake and as a awkward 11 year old boy i just fell silent you know i couldn't do anything and then he slipped away right there at my knees i was kneeling (sighs) down there so i think after that i just felt like i got a messiah complex you know like i need to save everybody wow so you had a traumatic experience basically where you felt like it was your responsibility to keep him awake. You didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then he passed. And so you internalized that. It was my fear. And I felt like I didn't know what to say. Wow. Like I wasn't sure. I wasn't confident enough in anything to say. Mm. And I was afraid of all the people. So there was this fear, this lack of control, like powerlessness, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, now how did you later on discover, how did Reiki present itself to you? For you to, to really get more interested into it. That came around when I was like 23 or early 20s. I was with a girl who had an extreme case of rheumatoid arthritis, like bedridden. Mm. And we would be praying to Mother Mary, Jesus's mother, because we were Catholic. We were oh. both Catholic and we believed that oh, Mary see. had powers and we didn't truly understand Jesus. We didn't really understand the character of God and Christ. Mm. We didn't realize that they were the same, you know, and so... When praying to Mother Mary wasn't working, I was guided by my parents, actually, to start doing Reiki because there were Catholic nuns that were practicing Reiki, and it's kind of a normal thing in the Catholic Church. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, practicing Reiki, which is interesting. So, you're learning this through that from your parents, and did you see it work? Yeah, I did say it work. Originally, when I first went to the class, you know, I could feel the heat between my hands. I could feel the pressure. We went through some meditations. And so I saw the astral plane and spirit realm, basically I had visions and everything. And then with my girlfriend at the time, I had my hands on her knees for a couple of hours at one point, And then suddenly I burst out sweating and she just started dancing around, like totally healed. And it was pretty miraculous, you know, like it did work. I understand though, that even though it worked, it was like temporary. It wasn't permanent. Is that correct? Yeah, totally. She kept getting worse and I kept trying new methods. I slowly found that I was more shamanic with my Reiki techniques. People would watch me do it and they'd see me waving my hands around, feeling the flow of energy and stuff. And they would tell me like, hey, you're kind of like a shaman. And so then that stroked my ego and I was like, oh, shamans are cool. You know, I'll get into that. Mm. All right. I love nature. And that's how you got into shamanism. Okay. Yeah. Now I understand at age 29, you got into kundalini yoga. What is that? Yeah, kundalini yoga is basically the same life force energy concept as Reiki, but the philosophy is that you have this serpent, the spirit serpent 
at the base of your spine that lives coiled mm. in a ball at the base of your spine. And when you do certain movements or meditate a certain way, when you do certain practices, then the serpent energy moves up your spine to your crown chakra, which is basically an energy point at the top of your head. And when it reaches there from your root to your crown, then you become spiritually enlightened and godlike. Godlike? Interesting. Yeah. You realize your God nature is what the philosophy is, that we are all God as a collective. So that's the belief behind Kundalini Yoga. Crazy, crazy. So how did this coincide with all your beliefs as a shaman and new age? Like, did the beliefs conflict or did they seem to kind of really run together? They all ran together because the way that all these spiritual practices are designed is so that they run together to make Christianity, to make Jesus the opposition to them. Interesting. All world religions kind of have the same character traits. They're all slightly different just to make you think that they're all different, but they all have the same source, you know. Interesting. And that's not the holy source of Jesus Christ. Interesting. Now, I understand you had a girlfriend later on named Nicole, and you and her had a shared experience through one of these meditations. I want to talk about that because you guys had like this experience where you went into a realm where you guys were seeing the same things, even though you guys were laying next to each other with your eyes closed. So let's stop there because I understand that you came to the knowledge that all of this was demonic. So I want to have you on our next show, Joseph, to talk about that. So Joseph, we're looking forward to having you on our next show. Cool, me too. Hey, it isn't over yet. I want to share some deeper thoughts with you right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? It's interesting that Joseph got into this strong belief that he could attain and transfer energy through the spiritual realm. I mean, interestingly, he got involved with all of this with a pretty good motive where he was just trying to help people who needed help. He was trying to gain power so he would never be in that same position again when his brother died. And he got into all these things and he started believing in animism, which is believing in the spiritual soul or power in objects such as stones, wands, and crystals. Now, do these objects possess greater spiritual powers? Do they have a spiritual element or secret about them? I don't think so. But those beliefs about those things are gateways to a spiritual reality or a spiritual realm that exists, but it isn't a good one. It's a demonic realm. 
You see, countless times in ancient writings, we are warned to steer clear from idols and beliefs that there are some type of spiritual thing in inanimate objects. Let me show you. It is written in Revelations 9.20. But the rest of mankind who are not killed by these plagues did not repent of their works of their hands, that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. See, this scripture is a very ancient scripture, yet it is describing the future where people will worship idols and objects of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, and how that is actually demonic. You see, those objects don't possess souls or spirits. It's the beliefs that would invite those demons or spirits in what the ancient scriptures reveal them to be. The objects themselves cannot see, hear, or walk, but the demons who use that form of spiritual portal came to the people. Joseph was experiencing that spirit guide. That guide was a demon. We have to be careful with what we open ourselves up to. Lord Jesus, if there's anything that we have opened ourselves up to, any type of animism, any type of belief in some type of object or some power in some type of object, we repent of that. Lord Jesus, clean us, bring your power into our lives and wash us clean by your blood. We receive and believe in you in Jesus name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.